Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, Always a pleasure to have you with me. And, uh, you know, we've interviewed a wide variety of advisors, authors, and others here at Exacoach Radio. And today I'm going to talk with Ben Kruger, and he is the founder and podcast educator of Cashflow Podcasting. So we're going to talk about this medium that's been around for a little while, so it's growing, uh, creating a lot of excitement. And uh, Ben's uh, right out there helping people to figure out how to do it. Ben, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, Bill. Yeah, excited to be here and uh, always love an opportunity to talk podcasting shop, so this should be fun. And you're dialing in from uh, Burlington, Vermont, I guess, right? Good old Burlington, Vermont. Yeah, holding it down up here in the Northeast. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, I'm glad glad you're holding it down up there. Hope things are going well for <laughs> you. And we're going to talk about you know, the fundamental principles of podcasting. Now, I have a lot of people, and I'm sure you do too, Ben, ask me, they say, you know, you you seem to get a lot of um i don't know local press or uh, you know exposure from your podcast how do you do it i'm thinking about starting mine um and i'd like to maybe make a business out of it or generate some income results uh and you've developed some uh eight podcast principles so we're going to talk about that so tell us how you got started in this field ben and uh, what you do for folks yeah, so um, I got started back in 2012-2013. I was working an internship for a, a company that um, had a podcast called the Tropical MBA Podcast, and uh, my internship with them had nothing to do with the podcast. Um, it was a it was a show for folks who wanted to build location independent businesses and. Um, I had actually heard about the internship through their podcast. So I was a listener of their show, uh, first off and, um, in getting to know the owner of the company, getting to know kind of the inside of what's, what was going on there. Um, I learned how, uh, Dan, the host of the show wanted someone who's, who essentially owned the production of the podcast, owned that process and could handle that for him. So, they could have their other team members working on other marketing projects. So um, we kind of put together a game plan for how that would work. And uh, so I took over the, the production of the show and it went well, which was, was great. They really enjoyed the work. They really um, started sending, you know, some of their network and colleagues who, who did podcasts to me. Um, And it really got interesting and fun when someone came to me who didn't have a podcast yet but wanted to use it as a tool for their business as 
you know, something that could actually add to the bottom line that could help them get more customers and clients build their, you know, authority and, and network in the space. So that's where it got fun for me was putting together a game plan for how to work with someone who is a topic expert, who's a business leader and allow them to show up as the topic expert, as the host of the podcast. And essentially we built out this process uh, where we would handle everything else from the technical implementation, the strategy, um, and all the post-production. So that's a little bit in a nutshell what I do, and that's kind of how it all got started. That's great. That gives us perspective. I wish uh, I wish I knew about that uh, seven years ago when I started this because I couldn't even spell podcast. I just uh, fe- kind of fell into a situation <laughs> where um, somebody, somebody said, hey, you should start one and um, I'll teach you how. And I learned as I went that, you know, there's a couple ways – that people look at podcast one is as a marketing tool, as you mentioned, kind of to build a mm-hmm. thought leadership um, segment around that you can share with your friends, colleagues, maybe prospective clients, uh, and get some notoriety out there. The other way is as a business, uh, and some successful people have made a lot of money um, in their podcasting efforts, but it really is. I would say you really have to dedicate yourself to that. Now, in the eight steps that you've put together, um, uh, I, I would imagine most people say, hey, I'd, I, I'm looking for one or the other of those models, or is there, is there one way they lean more than another, um, a marketing or business? Yeah, great question. So um, we really, and, and a lot of my expertise has been developed over time, focusing on helping existing businesses leverage podcasting effectively as a marketing arm of their business and as a client nurture community building tool. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, there's definitely, there are definitely approaches of using the podcast as a standalone, you know, profit center as a income generating activity. Um, but the approach that we take and the way that these eight principles are set up is, in using a podcast most effectively in support of a business, a brand, a company. And a lot of times that's in advice-based business models, coaching-based business models, um, anything where there needs to be a lot of trust and there needs to be a relationship created there between uh, client and uh, provider. Yeah, and of course, uh, here at ExaCoach Radio, we talk with a lot of um, business advisors and authors, and a lot of those people are also listeners, and they're wondering, you know, maybe I should be looking at starting a podcast. So uh, let's talk about, you know, why why is now an incredible time to use podcasting to be a leader in your space? Yeah, I really love this question. You know, especially now, and this is this is, um, you know, we're we're midway into 2020 with. Uh, all the social distancing changes and massive, massive changes that have happened over the last quarter, two quarters. Um, and so, you know, things like conferences and live in-person events are uh, a little bit up in the air. You know, some are starting to get back online now um, and, and back in motion. Uh, but a lot of folks who rely on speaking, live events, those kind of things, uh, as a big part of their business, their marketing, their promotion – um, that's not, that's not a super, um, you know, reliable option at the moment. And the future of that is 
not that we won't have live events, but it's a little bit in question as to, you know, how big can events be and when can we kind of kick those back off? And is it, is there going to be kind of a follow-up where, um, you know, doing in-person events has additional restrictions. So, you know, one thing that uh, I, we've kind of found over the last couple of months here is folks are looking for a way to build community, build relationships, to network, um, and mm-hmm. to educate, to be a leader. Uh, and especially if they can do that virtually, then then that's going to be a win. So, you know, it, it aligns with the trajectory of podcasting having become more and more and more popular and engaged with over the last couple of years, over the last five to seven years. Um, and so that's just a little bit of a cherry on top in terms of the potential value of using podcasting as a business tool. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, this is, uh, of course, the age of the kind of the do-it-yourself, self-publish, you know, start up, starts a podcast, use the internet, use uh, the ability for people to listen to this on their, at their own time. Um, and uh, exactly. so, so it does make a lot of sense, I think, for people who have something to say. Now, um, my model, I, do, I decided early on um, that I would run out of content if it was just me. So I decided, you know, let's interview guests and bring them in and let them do a lot of the talking and, and help transfer that information. Uh, what is... Uh, uh, one thing that stops people from starting podcasts is are they afraid that nobody will listen or are they afraid they'll run out of content? What are some of their, their biggest fears? Yeah, this is great because um, we, we see it comes in a few flavors, uh, a few different styles, but it all tends to boil down to um, people want to do it right. Particularly, you know, if you're a business owner, a leader in your space, you know, someone who's looking to, to build or solidify or expand their credibility and their ability to make an impact, you want to do things right. You want to do them well. You want to make sure that they're going to actually succeed. Um, And so a lot of times that comes in three flavors. A, I don't have the time to figure it out myself. B, I'm a little bit intimidated by the either the tech or, you know, speaking as a as a medium, as a channel um, and trying to figure out the, the you know, the technology behind how to make it all work. Um, or three is that piece that you alluded to of I want to make sure that it succeeds from the start. I want to make sure that I'm using proper strategies and approaches that essentially um I know are proven to work in other scenarios. So, uh, but it always kind of boils down to this piece of, I want to do it right. And podcasting, you know, good, bad, or ugly is that thing that uh, can always be put a little bit further down the to-do list because it's not that thing that, you know, um, creates leads overnight or, you know, it's not like firing up an ad campaign where, you know, you start it today and by, by that afternoon, you've got your phone ringing off the hook if you've got a good ad. Um, the podcast is something that becomes a long-term vehicle for a brand. And so it's very easy for that to be the thing that is we're going to do a podcast, but it takes six months, 12 months sometimes to get that process started. So I'm a big fan of, you know, finding approaches that work, getting help at the level that you can either afford time or money wise to make sure that you're doing it right and keeping it simple from a technology standpoint 
um, so that you can get started and iterate along the way as you learn more about the tech, as you learn more about, you know, hosting a show and getting more comfortable with the process. Yeah, I guess one of my fears was that I wasn't going to be able to get guests who would want to come on to an unknown, you know, podcast kind of a situation. And um, I had just the opposite. Luckily, I, I was overwhelmed with people who wanted to because, there, you know, this was seven years ago and there weren't that many opportunities to promote yourself as an advisor yeah. uh, or something that you could share. And people were really looking for social media content. Nowadays, of course, it's, uh, there's a lot of podcasts out there, a lot of promotion, a lot of attention paid to social media. So things are a little different. What mindset does someone need to have to, to make an impact uh, with their podcast? Yeah, this is, I, I love this because um, of all the, all the things around podcasting that actually make a difference in terms of, you know, strategies or different ways you could go about it, the mindset you have going into creating a podcast um, and then creating content for that podcast on an ongoing basis tends to be uh, the most important piece. So we've found the mindset that really works is you consider yourself someone who is there to serve, you're there to support your listeners, you're there to support and further the industry. Um, and it's kind of that go-giver mindset. It's that let's build, you know, let's make the pie bigger for everyone, not just, uh, you know, go in and try to carve out a bigger chunk of the pie for myself with no regard for, for the industry as a whole. Um, so it's that mindset of being a, an advocate, a leader, someone who's there to support other people and uh, essentially help everyone get that little next step, help the entire industry raise up and be an active, engaged part of that. So um, what, what we found when people start considering their podcast, if they're either creating a new one or if they've got one and they're looking for ways to improve it, one, one question that we really encourage folks to tune back into consistently is what's in my audience and industry's best interest um, and so then if you're thinking about, do I do a weekly show? Do I do interviews or uh, topic, you know, teach topics on my episodes? Do I, you know, uh, all these questions that kind of come up along the way, what is in my audience and industry's best interest? And how can I make sure that I'm having that as the, the North Star of what I'm doing here? Because then everything circles back. Um, when that's the case, that's when things truly resonate with people. And one person that I really like to highlight as an incredible example of this is um, Michael Kitzes, who is a, a teacher, leader, and, and influencer in the financial advisory space. So he teaches financial advisors how to create uh, fee-only uh, advisory firms and do really, really solid uh, financial advising work with their clients. Um, and on his about page, it, it essentially starts with, I seek to learn as much as I can about the financial advice industry, and then I share it with you. Like that's his whole platform. He's there to learn. He's there to understand. And then he's there to share it um, with his audience, with the industry, with anybody who's looking to up their game and improve and serve better. So that go-giver mindset is critical and and. Starting with that, you can't really go wrong. 
well put. It shouldn't be a a sales pitch. People will turned off by that. Uh, and really, you know, I think what you said is, as a go-giver, you have to be willing to share freely with people that you might never meet. And uh, you're, you're doing it for the good of uh, the information that they're going to get, and hopefully they can use that, not so that they can necessarily um, always come back and use your services. I've heard those types of radio shows on, on radio where it's all sales pitchy all the way through. It's just a real turnoff. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh, very well yeah, very... it's so it's it's so transparent. Like as a listener, you can just feel yeah. that you're being sold to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really can. You really can. So there, there's a lot of space out there for people. What if people say, "Well, I don't want to do it because somebody else is already doing that topic." I mean, that's in the in the world of the internet, that's like a drop in the ocean, isn't it? Oh yeah. So. And and it makes perfect sense, too, if you think about it, you know, oh, there's tons of other podcasts out there. There's already a few that are on my topic. Um, and so here's here's a little bit of a paradigm shift that will help you think about how uh, how a podcast actually fits into your business. And you'll kind of see that the, the fact that there's other shows out there on your topic doesn't matter a whole lot if if there's kind of this if we kind of um, look at this paradigm shift, because. If you look at the podcast as I want to use the podcast as my way of growing my audience, then yes, you're out there. You're competing with every other podcast in your niche, in your industry, around your topic. Um, but if you use your podcast and you think of your podcast as a tool to engage and nurture your existing audience and let that naturally grow over time through sharing through, you know, people doing kind of one-to-one referrals of other listeners to your podcast, which is actually how we find uh, most effective business podcasts grow is, you know, you share them with one person or a friend or a group of people who you think that can really value, get value from it. Um, And so with that approach of my podcast's purpose is to serve, to educate, to motivate, to support and create a relationship with and a community around my brand of these types of individuals, then it doesn't matter if there's 12, 20, 50 other podcasts on your topic, you are there to create a community around your brand with your existing audience. And, you know, with the idea that that will grow over time through personal sharing. Um, But then you're not in competition with the other shows out there you're creating additional assets and value for your existing audience. So it's shifting the idea of how a podcast fits into your brand from lead generation or audience, um, you know, exposure to lead nurture and relationship creation. Um, Because once that's the case, it doesn't matter how many podcasts there are in the space. Uh, Now, the one piece that I like to add there as well is podcast listeners don't listen to one podcast on their topic of choice. If they're interested in, you know, building a financial advisory practice, let's say, um, you know, there's probably uh, I'm not I'm not sure right now, but there's I would guess there's easily 12 to 15 podcasts out there. Um, And if that's a topic of interest that someone has and they're already listening to one podcast in that space, they're probably going to also listen to other podcasts in that space and really kind of binge dive deep and get as involved as possible. And then what they end up doing 
is engaging with and going deeper with whatever community brand, you know, host, whoever really rings true for them, whatever they personally connect with the most deeply. Um, and that's where, again, having competition, it's kind of like uh, all the all the car dealerships end up in the same part of town because when somebody doesn't buy a Volvo, they go over to, you know, the Jeep dealership or the Chrysler yeah. dealership because your people are already in the same place. Yeah, good point. And I've heard it said from people who know that this is the age of specialized information and narrow casting. Specialized, you could have a podcast on left-handed knitting with blue thread and somebody would find you, you know, there's, there's, <laughs> because it's the internet. You have the whole world as your potential audience. This is really great, really great uh, tips and, and uh, ideas for us, but there's more. You have an ebook available at thepodcastprinciples.com. And uh, is, the, is the ebook uh, full of the, you mentioned the eight, uh, the eight tips before, is it the eight uh, podcast principles, I think you called them. Uh, is that what's in the uh, ebook? That's exactly where people can find it. Um, Thepodcastprinciples.com, that's where okay. essentially I go into depth on the eight principles um, and talk about how best to use podcasting for business in support of your business. Um, and if you have a podcast already, it's a great way to essentially assess whether you're um, getting the most uh, outcome out of your podcasting efforts in terms of how that podcast supports the community and how it supports your brand. Excellent. So the podcast principles, and it's a, a P-R-I-N-C-I-P-L-E-S for principles, not like your high school principal, thepodcastprinciples.com. <laughs> Ben, Ben, thanks so much for coming on. I, I think this is a really interesting topic. I'd love to have you back, and we can talk a little bit further about it uh, if you'd be willing to do so. Um, it'd be great to have you again, but I really appreciate your time today. Absolutely, yeah. This is great. I love talking about this stuff, love helping and, and educating and sharing, so I really appreciate the opportunity to connect and have this conversation. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.